Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to get my review of AEW's Dynamite. Starting off the evening, we'll go to our first match of the night. It is an Owen Hart Cup qualifier matchup. It is Dax Harwood versus Cash Wheeler. A couple of things I'm going to say about this match quickly before I get into it, man. Uh, CM Punk came out to the ring. He was on commentary. Uh, FTR actually came to the ring, down to the ring together. Uh, they were wearing uh, the black and pink to kind of pay homage to uh, the Hart Foundation or Owen Hart as well. Uh, the match itself was a great match, man. It was a back-and-forth matchup between both Dax and Cash Wheeler. Uh, Dax and Cash both pay respect to each other in the ring. Wheeler ends up landing devastating chops on Dax. Dax lands chops of his own on Wheeler. Dax and Wheeler both exchange in the middle of the ring. Dax then goes for a springboard powerbomb on Wheeler, but Wheeler turns it into a Hurricane Rana and a roll-up. Wheeler then hits a pile driver on Dax in the middle of the ring, but Dax gets up, hits a roll-up on Wheeler, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Dax Hardwood. Hats off to Dax Hardwood for getting a win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we have the announcement of Adam Page defending the AEW World Championship against CM Punk at Double or Nothing. CM Punk then grabs a microphone. Punk praises FTR for the match they had, which was an absolute fantastic match. Punk then praises the, uh, praises the AEW talent. Punk also said that he can still go, that he's far from being done. So a couple of things I'm going to say about this, man. Number one, I called this like a week ago. Uh, CM Punk has been on one hell of a tear since he's been with AEW. <laughs> he's done a fantastic job. And after the past couple of matches that CM Punk has had, he has motioned to the crowd that he wants the AEW World Championship. And I believe it was last week, we first we finally get a you know face to face, if you will, with Adam Page and CM Punk on the stage. So I mean, this is definitely like I said, this is obviously setting up the match for double or nothing. It's gonna be absolutely fantastic, man. And I would not be surprised if we see CM Punk end up getting the win over Adam Page and become the new AEW world champion, man. But it's gonna be absolutely crazy. This match is gonna be awesome. And I'm definitely looking forward to this match at double or nothing. Moving on from that. We go into our next match of the night. It is the Factory versus the Blackpool Combat Club. I thought it was a really good matchup. Back and forth matchup between both teams with the Blackpool Combat Club keeping the pace of the match. Danielson ends up applying a LaBelle lock, but Yuta ultimately hits a roll-up. Pins for the three, and your winners of the match are the Blackpool Combat Club. Hats off to the Blackpool Combat Club for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night as well. It is Wardlow versus Lance Archer. Before the match even gets started, MJF is pretty much, you know, comes down to the ring. Well, not to the ring, but he's on the stage uh, talking about, you know, Wardlow saying he's not going to come out to music again. The match itself was a really good matchup. Back and forth matchup between Wardlow and Lance Archer with Wardlow keeping the pace of the match. Archer ends up hitting a senton off the apron. Wardlow then gets up, hits a hurricane rana on Lance Archer. Wardlow's keeping the pace. Wardlow... And Lance both exchange in the middle of the ring. Archer then hits a springboard moonsault on Wardlow. Archer then hits a blackout for a near fall. And then Wardlow hits a senton off the top rope on Lance Archer for a near fall as well. And then Wardlow ultimately hits multiple power bombs on Lance Archer. Pins him for the three. And your winner of the match is Wardlow. A couple things I'm going to say about this matchup, man. Number one, what they're doing with Wardlow as far as the storyline is concerned between him and MJF, is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, for the past couple matches that he's had on AEW television, 
MJF is trying to make Warlow's life a living hell. That's pretty much what he's trying to do. And Warlow is just trying to get out of his contract that he has with MJF. And to be honest with you, I can see this match taking place between Warlow and MJF at double or nothing. And I think Warlow's definitely going to go over. Warlow's a big name right now in AEW, and a lot of fans are gravitated towards Warlow. And I think last week I even stated that Warlow, as of late, is giving off Goldberg vibes. When Goldberg came into WCW, a lot of fans would chant Goldberg, Goldberg. You're getting the same kind of reaction from the fans when it comes to Wardlow. And Wardlow's doing a fantastic job, man. He's definitely one of the biggest baby faces right now, I believe, in AEW. And I definitely think a match between MJF and Wardlow will take place at double or nothing. So hats off to Wardlow for getting the win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we have a JAS sit-down with Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana. Uh, Jericho gets on the mic, demands an apology from Eddie Kingston. Santana said that Jericho turned his back on both Santana and Ortiz. Eddie said that he had enough of Jericho. Jericho said that no company in the world wants to work with Eddie Kingston. Um, a couple of things I'm going to say about this, man. This storyline between Eddie Kingston and Jericho is absolutely great. I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. And... One of the biggest things that I like about Eddie Kingston is that when he gets on the microphone, man, you can see the passion and the commitment that this man has to his craft and professional wrestling. And it just builds up the storyline, which I do think we might get something between Eddie Kingston and Jericho at, at double or nothing. I, I definitely see that happening. Um, Eddie Kingston's done a fantastic job being with AEW. And Jericho, I mean, it's, it's Chris Jericho, man. He's done a fantastic job um, even when he had the inner circle. Now he has the JAS. Uh, I definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Serena D versus Sheeta in a street fight. I thought it was a relatively good match. Back and forth matchup between both Serena Deeb and Sheeta. Deeb was keeping the pace of the match. Deeb ends up attacking Sheeta with a kendo stick. Sheeta gets up, hits an avalanche falcon arrow off the top rope on Serena Deeb. Looked absolutely devastating. But Deeb ultimately applies a Texas cloverleaf on Sheeta. And your winner of the match is Serena Deeb. A couple of things I'm going to say about this matchup too, man. Number one, this was a really good match. But my biggest takeaway from this matchup is you, you hear Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone on commentary. And they already pretty much told everybody that, that both Serena Deeb and Sheeta uh, have had five matches up to this match. I think the well has run dry as far as a storyline between Sheeta and Serena Deeb. Now, Serena Deeb before was doing these open challenges, and then somehow that completely stopped. Uh, Sheeta was injured. He, she came back from injury. But this storyline and these matchups between Serena Deeb and Sheeta need to go away. There needs to be something more for Sheeta and more for Serena Deeb. I'm getting tired of seeing Serena Deeb and Sheeta. That was last night's match, I believe, was the sixth time that both these women have wrestled. Really good wrestlers. Serena Deeb does a fantastic job in the ring, but there needs to be somebody else. There needs to be another competitor to go up against Serena Deeb as well as Hikaru Shida because we're just getting the same rinse and repeat stuff between Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida. So they definitely need new opponents, and hopefully this storyline between Deeb and Shida has run dry. Moving on from that, we have an MJF segment. He is backstage completely aggravated about what happened with, between uh, Lance Archer and Wardlow. MJF says that he's going to go up against a mystery opponent next week, or MJF said that Wardlow will go up against an opponent, mystery opponent next week. And I have a feeling I know who this mystery opponent is based upon what MJF had said. And I think it's going to be actually Big Cass. 
Uh, Big Cass obviously working with Impact Wrestling. He's not going by uh, the name Big Cass anymore. And it looks like Big Cass is going to make his AEW Dynamite debut next week to challenge Wardlow. So I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know what kind of reception that Big Cass is going to get in AEW. I think it's going to be a really good matchup, but I definitely think Wardlow is going to get the win. But I definitely think Big Cass will make his AEW debut next week to challenge Wardlow in AEW. Moving on from that, we have a House of Black segment. Um, Fugo, uh, Fuego Del Sol is laid out on the stage uh, due to the attack that he received from the House of Black. Um, Penta ends up showing up. Pac is here as well. And then there was a mystery person in the ring, which I believe it was um, Penta's manager. I forget, I forget his name. Um, but he comes down to the ring with uh, Penta all the time. I forget his name. But I, we th- I thought it was him standing in the ring, and then the person took off the cloak, and it was none other than Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix makes his AEW return from injury. Um, pretty much the House of Black and Death Triangle attack each other, and it looks like it's going to set up a match, possibly, between the House of Black and the Death Triangle. So definitely looking forward to that. I'm glad Ray Phoenix is back. Um, how he really didn't injure his arm completely that bad when he went through that table spot with Luchasaurus amazes me, man. I mean, I'm glad that Ray Phoenix is back. He is definitely injury prone, but uh, it's great to see Ray Phoenix back. And I'm definitely looking forward to a possible, you know, six man tag match with the house of black and the death triangle, man. I think Murphy versus Ray Phoenix would be absolutely insane. And Ray Phoenix is one hell of an athlete. So we might, we might possibly see house of black versus the death triangle. So I'm all for it, man. Uh, moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the Undisputed Elite versus Dante Martin, Varsity Blondes, Lee Johnson, and Brock Anderson. I thought it was a good match, back and forth matchup between both teams with the Undisputed Elite keeping the pace. Cole ultimately hits the finish on Lee, pins for the three, and your winners of the match are the Undisputed Elite. Hats off to the Undisputed Elite for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the main event of AEW's Dynamite. It is Sammy Guevara defending his TNT Championship against Scorpio Sky in a ladder match. I thought this was a great match. Back and forth match between both Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara with Sky keeping the pace of the match. Sammy goes to uh, hit a crazy maneuver off the top rope on Scorpio Sky. That looked absolutely devastating. Sky then gets up, pulls out a barbed wire ladder. Sammy then hits a Spanish fly on Scorpio Sky in the middle of the ring on the ladder. looked absolutely brutal. Paige Van Zandt ends up coming down to the ring attacking Ty Conti. Sky then throws Sammy off the ladder into the uh, barbed wire ladder. And then Sky ends up climbing up the uh, ladder, grabbing the TNT Championship. And your winner of the match and new AEW TNT Champion is Scorpio Sky. A couple of things I'm going to say about this matchup, number one. Number one, it was a great match. It was a really good main event. But I can tell you this. I feel like the roles are kind of reversing a little bit. And what I mean by that is, is that Dan Lambert is a heel. I mean, Ethan Page is a heel. Scorpio Sky is a heel. Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, as of late, are really becoming heels. So there's going to be a transition here where a lot of people want to hate Dan Lambert. A lot of people, including myself as a fan, you know, you want to hate Dan Lambert. But there's been a couple scenarios where Dan Lambert has gotten over as a babyface more as a heel. Prime example Dan Lambert's uh, beef that he had with Cody Rhodes. And I believe it was a segment between both uh, Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes where 
Lambert said a couple of things towards Brandy Rhodes, and the fans gravitated towards Dan Lambert, where you would think they would be gravitated more towards Brandy Rhodes. And this is kind of the same scenario. I mean, they're not, throughout this entire match, a lot of people were behind Scorpio Sky, which I'm all for it. But, I mean, and I've said this in the past as well, Scorpio Sky is a fantastic athlete and a great wrestler. He really is. But the him becoming a heel, just I feel like it's not organic. And I mentioned that many a times before. Where Ethan Page, it's, it comes off more organically. Scorpio Sky is, a, you know, a babyface. And I feel like with this match between him and Sammy Guevara, you can definitely tell that the roles are are shifting for uh, Scorpio Sky. It looks like he might become a babyface again. Whereas Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, especially Sammy Guevara, are trying to do everything they can, that he can, to be a heel. And it just doesn't come off organically. It really doesn't. And the other biggest thing, too, is the TNT Championship, man. With all due respect to Scorpio Sky, I didn't really get the vibe of him being the TNT champion that I got with when, you know, Darby Allen was TNT champion or, you know, the late, great Brody Lee. You know, it just it didn't get off that stigma of him being the TNT champion. I think he's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. But just the persona of Scorpio Sky, him being a heel, it just it doesn't work. It does not work. I think he's a great wrestler, great athlete. And I've stated this in the past myself, and I think he can be world champion. But right now, it just it doesn't really come off organically. It doesn't. And I feel like the way they've been handling the TNT Championship, you know, to me, when AEW came into existence and they brought in the TNT Championship, the TNT Championship was almost more pronoun, if you will, than their world championship. I mean, it was defended constantly. I mean, there was always open challenges for it. And the wrestlers that held that championship were really good wrestlers. Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes, Brody Lee. I mean, really predominant wrestlers. And I'm not saying Sky's not in that caliber, but I'm just saying he's not really – the TNT championship is getting passed around too many times. I mean, Guevara just won it back at Battle of the Belts a few weeks back, and now you have Sky winning it back again. You know, I'd rather have the TNT championship stay – predominant and, and be defended and have that champion constantly defend that championship. I'm not saying Sammy Guevara is not worthy, but don't make Scorpio Sky to be just, you know, a regular ordinary champion. You make a superstar out of this guy, make him hold the championship for a long period of time, you know, build him up into the superstar that everybody knows that Scorpio Sky can be, you know, and that's, that was my biggest takeaway from them from the match. Love the match. The match was awesome, but you know, with the whole Sammy Guevara trying to be heel, and it looks like, like I said, Scorpio Scott trying to be babyface, there's definitely, it, everything's getting shifted. That's exactly what I'm I'm thinking, that Sky's going to be a babyface, and Sammy Guevara's doing everything he possibly can to be a heel. And the TNT Championship getting, you know, going back and forth. I, I just, I'm not a big fan of it. Obviously, champion can't stay champion forever. I understand that. But, you know, Scorpio Sky just lost that belt, from Sammy Guevara a couple of weeks ago, and then won it again, last, you know, Wednesday night. I mean, it's absolutely insane, man. Don't make Scorpio Sky to be a paper champion. Let him have a couple of defenses with this championship and make him into the superstar that we all know he can be. That's my biggest thing about that match. As far as Dynamite as a whole, it was a fantastic night for Dynamite, man. It was a lot of newsworthy stuff coming out of Dynamite. You had the big announcement between Adam Page and CM Punk for the AEW World Championship at Double or Nothing, which is going to be absolutely insane of a match. Uh, you had Warlow versus Lance Archer, was, which was a great match, and MJF announced a mystery opponent, more likely being Big Cass, which probably going to make his AEW debut next week. 
So that's going to be an interesting match in itself. Uh, the return of Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix has been off the scene for a couple, you know, for a little while now. And now that he's returned, joined forces again with his brother and Pac as the Death Triangle. I mean, that matchup alone between Death Triangle and the House of Black is going to be absolutely insane, man. And I can't wait to see Murphy in the ring with Ray Phoenix, man. Those guys are going to shut the show down. So AW Dynamite, all in all, was a really good show. And, and as well was the opening matchup. I mean, Dax Harwood versus Cash Wheeler in that Owen Hart Cup qualifier match. Fantastic match, man. FTR has been doing a fantastic job with AEW. You know, obviously, FTR has a lot of respect for uh, Owen Hart and the uh, the Hart family. So it was just a great match, man. And how they, they did the match and how FTR came down to the ring together, they both paid respect to one another. They both pretty much brought it in the match. You know, it was awesome to see. It really was. And FTR, they do a fantastic job, one of the best tag teams in the world. And I definitely look forward to what's going to happen with FTR next moving forward. But all in all, Dynamite was a really good show, man. So... But uh, this is my review of AEW's Dynamite. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.